Hey everyone, I'm Hollis Beast. I'm a digital storyteller and video producer. And I'm Mr. Hollis. I'm a caffeine addict and a nurse. Oh, you did it like in one take this time. Yeah, I looked at the coffee for inspiration. Okay. And then my, as my muse, and then you, I got it. This is the Beast Cast, <laughs> your favorite aunt and uncle talking about married life and things like such, such as. as. So yeah. Um, today's topic we're going to talk about, it's actually a much requested topic by many of y'all on yeah. YouTube and I think a little bit of crossover via the podcast's listeners as well. Um, and the topic is children and do we want children and how do we feel about children and all that so we're gonna get into all that cool cool so the springboard <laughs> i feel is the question itself yeah and i know that a lot of couples start getting up to the age of 30 ish mm. or you start you know you're in a relationship for a certain period of time say over like a month <laughs> probably and oh the question inevitably comes up do you want kids when you're having kids how many kids you know all of that stuff. And I feel like it's it's weird for us because, well, we're kind of hitting that middle ground phase because we've been together so long and it hasn't happened that now, what's the generation before us? What's our parents' generation? Generation X. Are they Xers? Uh, the boomers, the Xers are like, oh wait, maybe we should stop asking because it's been a few years, something actually might be physically hindering them from having kids and it's kind of like you should think of that like from the jump like just don't ask from the jump you know what i mean yeah i mean what are kids evidence of the fact that you're having sex right and it's also like a weird invasion of privacy yeah it's like you're you're asking me how many times i sleep with my wife to the end product of a child it's, yeah. it's weird man this is strange this is strange anyway but we should answer the question, because I get this on the channel a lot too, a lot of people ask, just in general, mm. when we're having children. And I understand them asking because you're on the channel. So it's kind of like, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Right, well the answer is maybe. <laughs> right, yeah, so to get straight to the point, the answer is maybe. But please stick around for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Because inevitably I'll say something stupid. Yeah. You'll get a chuckle out of it. Yeah. Um, I'm indifferent. So let's set it up. Okay. All right. So picture this. It's a family outing type of thing. My parents are here. My sister and her boyfriend are here. So we're here. We're downtown. We're in like the Pearl getting ice cream. Smattering of children. Um, just kids everywhere. Um, this woman comes out of this ice cream shop that we're in line for with this child in hand. So he's like a screaming child. Like just wailing she at the top to of her, his lungs. She goes to her spouse and says, "She just she just like throws him at the spouse." He's being a mer. She's like, "He's having a full on meltdown. Take him," and just like throws him to the husband. She returns inside the store. Yeah. And then we are left with the just this beautiful vision of a child essentially like imploding. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it wasn't even just like because that's the other thing. I've been around kids that are having tantrums or whatever mm -hmm. the last couple minutes. You know, they because they go at 100 and they burn off 
some calories pretty quick, and it just tapers down, you know? That's what the experts say, too. That is what the experts say. Um, let them burn it off. They, yeah, let them burn it off. Um, but this kid was hoiling. No. For like 10, 15 minutes. No. Hoiling, just no. screaming the word no, no over and over again. No. And it's just kind of like, what? No. <laughs> Stop. And he's going like back and forth. <laughs> and like you turn back, and he's kind of pushing off his dad and the dad's just kind of like corralling him in yeah but then there's like older kids i don't know it was a it was a lot of children i don't know if this was like a family gathering of multiple cousins or something and so like the other older kids are starting to be like you're annoying and like poking at them too like it's just a mess over there like it's a mess <laughs> all right so that's that's like center stage right <laughs> cue cue the other actors yeah so then we make it into the ice cream store and there's a girl at the, one of the tables and keep in mind this is a small metal building mm -hmm. so it's very echoey you know it's got great acoustics and this girl is just screaming like just to scream i think i could not tell if something was like if she was upset about something you know who has wronged you did you not get ice cream I, as, as far as i could tell she got the ice cream or if you know there was some sort of um like mental difficulties with her sure Did that's all seem she seemed able-bodied and fine um but yeah just again just like screaming and it was to the point where the servers serving ice cream were like you know they were getting at their wits end with it you know because we don't know how long she's been in the ice cream it's a small location it's just it's, it's just a lot we left the shop. It's a lot. Door closed. <laughs> and you could still hear her screaming. Yeah, outside of the ice cream parlor. And it's just a lot. That's just all I can say. That's all I can keep saying is it's just a lot. So that's, that's kind of what prompted this. But I mean, so <laughs> so my question, like in it, the whole podcast thing, we're not trying to offend people. We're not trying to ask, you know, why... Why would people ever have kids? Or no. like, you know, people are dumb for having kids or whatever. No, that's not true. Y'all do your, your own thing. We're just kind of... Live your best life. Working ar around this ourselves. So you've you've prompted me in the past couple months. Yeah. Whether we would actually have kids. Yeah. So why would you... And you actually said, maybe we do have kids. Why, why would you... What would make you think that? So now that I've actually been thinking about it, I think it's... So it's... I can only come at this from, like, the female, you know, baby-making perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Where whether you like it or not, people kind of, there's a social thing about, like, you only have a certain amount of time to have children. Right. So it's more of this, it's more of something that I think is always in the back of your mind, um, just aging. Like, you, you just have to be a lot more aware of your age and all of that even though now you know medicine is getting better all of those things are getting better i know a lot of women that have not had children until in well into their 30s my mom didn't have me until she was like 34 i think 35 Realistic. nearing advanced maternal age yeah sure whatever what yeah. the doctors call it you know um but you are sort of like you are sort of taught to be very conscious of it and it is something that just I think as women it's in the back of your mind even if you don't want children you're still kind of thinking like well but if I ever do want them I got about you know right now I'm 28 so I'm like you know I got about 
realistically uh, another six years or so. And it's kind of like you just have to think about it, you know. And so for me, I'm always just, I don't know, I'm just aware. And the other thing, too, is, you know, as we're complaining about these children or whatever, you're very good with kids. And you're very supportive. So I think on Which a, is surprising because... Because, yeah, you don't, you don't really like like them but you don't dislike them either you're just i think i think when kids look at you they're just very you're so neutral and that neutrality to children is just nice so they're just like oh i can sit on your lap and you're okay with that or i cannot and you're not going to judge me about that either way you're just there (laughs) and i think kids like that but um you're really good with kids when you do engage with them and you're also a very good partner and so i think on a primal level for me as especially as like heterosexual woman, whatever, having a partner that just seems like they're going to be very involved and helpful in the child-rearing process kind of makes you want one in a very primal way. When I am in my right mind, I don't want any. But when I see you engaging with Cedric, and like you always seem the most handsome to me when I see you like in a caregiving or caretaker kind of mm. role. That's just I think that's just attractive like primally to women (laughs) i'll just stop working out then this i mean i would also appreciate you staying in shape amen (laughs) but it also helps to know sub i think it helps me to know subconsciously like in the maslow's hierarchy of needs you know i have security i have i have security in like emotional stability with my partner Mm. um You know, if the shambles weren't in full effect, I mean, having a child wouldn't be financially very okay, but we'd be all right. It would just kind of suck. You know, it wouldn't be like we're destitute. It would just be like, you're kind of expensive. Kids are expensive. They get sick all the time. Yeah. So I'm afraid that, I'm afraid like it's going to be a mirror. Like it's going to be a reflection of my ability to care for this other human being. You know, so let's say they turn out to be terrible or even at the age of like three or four, throwing a tantrum at a restaurant or like they're screaming because they can't i don't know they wanted something or or whatever and it's like you know a you just deal with that right as a parent you're probably just dealing with it but you know people are judging you all the time or let's say that your your kid turns out to be a serial killer or something and it's like well is that a reflection of me and, and my parenting maybe yeah um and then the other thing that i'm concerned about is you know like i'm so selfish with time Right. Like I like enjoying time with you. At times we have our own time where we decompress after work or something. I I mean, if we have a kid, it's always it's your life is kid centered. It's kid centric. It's like, you know, when the universe was first theorized, like, oh, you know, we're at the center of the universe. No, I'm sorry. It's just a giant baby in the sky. <laughs> all the other planets are revolving around this baby. Um, and that's going to be our lives. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, like. I know it's it's always like a small chance, but like what if the kid has like a disability, you know, and that I know, you know, you it's your kid. You're going to love them no matter what. But it's this this is how like self-centered and selfish I still am. I, I think about that scenario and I think, I mean, that's you, literally the rest of your life will be carrying that kid, caring for that kid. And then the fear also, which I've seen parents who are parents of kids with varying degrees of disability is you know the fear becomes once they keep getting older what happens to my child when I pass right and that's something that's so 
like depressingly hard to grapple with because it's like the idea is as a parent which I've heard my parents say many times you know like you're supposed to bury us we're not supposed to bury you but then and I think I assume for parents there's like a beauty of that right that a piece of you lives on in some way um, through your children but then to have that piece of you that's living on and not quite know if they're going to actually be okay once you're gone. I don't know. It's it's a lot of responsibility People, and sadness that I just, I don't know. That's just something I worry about. But people always talk about having kids like it's like buying a scarf. It's like, why, mm. why don't you have a scarf yet? Yeah, they do talk about it very matter-of-fact. Like, oh, you know, you just go out and you just have one. And it's like, I mean... Sure, I guess. Most people do. There are people that just have kids. Yeah. Right? And it's like just because you can have them doesn't mean that you were ready for them or that you can manage them or that you're a good parent. Yeah. But just because you are biologically capable of having kids does not excuse you from being, I don't know if we're cursing on this or not, but for being the adult. (laughs) Like, I mean, it doesn't because then it's like... You're terrible with your kids. You're raising terrible people. It's a and now sad, have, vicious cycle. They have continues. to overcome your terrible parenting in order to like become anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's another reason, though, why we haven't oh. had children. What? I just had almost an epiphany. So what if like we're annoyed at kids, right? And we're like, we don't really like kids-ish, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. What if we're not like, what if it's like the kids are just a front? What if we're upset with terrible parents and that, that we're, and we're afraid that we're going to be terrible parents oh i'm terrified of being a terrible so here's that was going to be my next oh, we're point just working through stuff today that was going to be my next point is that i think i'm a pretty good aunt but i know the reason why i'm a good like i'm a good guardian right and i know the reason why i'm a good guardian with at least my nephew anyway is because i don't deal with him every day <laughs> right right i know that I'm going to spend time with him and I mentally prepare myself to spend time with him. I make sure I get enough sleep. I make sure I don't have any work to do. Like I clear my schedule if Antoinette and Alex tell me like, hey, can you come in and grab him? You know, I clear my schedule for him. So that way I can be completely devoted to engaging with him, playing with him, helping in develop, you know, developmentally seeing what he's up to, shapes, numbers, all the things, you know. I can listen to that jingle about stomping and counting with Sesame Street. Her baby shark. Yeah, 100 million, 11 times because I've mentally prepared myself to do it for the sake of the child. (laughs) And by the time I give him back to them, I'm done. I don't need to see him again (laughs) for another, like another week. I usually like to see him at least once a week. But yeah, I do not think... I would be a good mother. I do not think I would have the mental capacity or the patience or the time. I mean, I disagree, but... To be a good mom. I guess... Because there's no one else you can fall back on. It's just you. The buck stops with you all the time. But you still have you still have a career. Like, I'm working. That's the other thing, too. Like, right now, I have no... I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere. I'm gone a lot. Like, Did that's you, what I mean, I'm saying. I'm, I'd be a very hands-off mother. Well, your, your capacity for stuff is, like... You're at 95%. Yeah. Yeah. If you put in a baby, then it's like 45, 50% needs to go. Yeah. Which I'm not, you know, in a place to do that. 
So I guess it comes down to whether you feel complete in your marriage without having a kid. So people need to have kids, right? Like you need to propagate the species. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like now in this modern age, we can choose whether or not we we need to have kids. Whereas before it was, you know, I need free, help on the farm. Yeah, free cheap labor for sure. But so like, do you feel complete enough in your marriage? Like, is it a question of feeling complete enough in your marriage? Yeah, I do wonder that because I know for me, I keep saying, so I guess I should fill y'all in. So I remember, what was it, like year four or five, I said this to you of our marriage where I basically said, yo, I'm never going to be, or I don't, Mm. at least at this point in time in my life, if I'm looking in my future, I don't think I'm ever going to be the woman that's going to wake up and be like, let's start trying. I want to be a mother, you know, and this is before Cedric and everything too. Um, I just don't, I think like for me, it's like if a kid happens, then cool. But if it doesn't, I'm not, you know, I'm not stressed about it because I feel very fulfilled in my life with you as it is, you know? Yeah. I mean, I knew some people that said, I mean, I asked them because we were. Yeah. The conversation came up and it was like appropriate for it to be come up why would you want a kid yeah and they said something along the lines of well you know you just you just feel that love and you just kind of want like you feel like you have too much love and that you can just keep giving that love or something which which just kind of sounded like just get a dog just get another dog yeah get another dog or volunteer or there's just so many other things i don't know i don't know they made it they made it sound like it was like getting a more expensive dog right getting a puppy and to me i was like but it's a whole other person right i remember when cedric was born and then if a month or two passed and i would just look at him and he was like starting to make grimacy faces and things like that and it's just like you weren't even here two months ago like you literally materialized here you you weren't here (laughs) and now you're like a whole situation it's just great how do you just haphazardly i don't know well then also like how how will the baby impact you yeah like there's all the physiological change i'm terrified of pregnancy man like it it literally permanently changes your body yeah like yeah you bounce back or you do whatever but it's like those muscles like all the all the abdomen and stuff like there's there's expanding and then there's like stretching that just never fully comes back yeah um that's a big movement online now women starting to show just the postpartum bodies for sure and like trying to normalize that because it's kind of not normalized as you would imagine on the internet not everybody's gonna snap back you know well, yeah if you don't have a personal trainer and <laughs> right dietitian. and like a dietitian and a full-blown you know, whatever. If you're not making millions of dollars, you're well, if you not going to snap team. back. If you don't have a team <laughs> that pushes you to snap back. Mm. If that's even your goal. I mean, I don't know. And then also knowing what my mom went through to birth me, birth my sister. This postpartum depression. Postpartum depression, that is a huge situation. Gestational diabetes. It's a lot, y'all. And I think that's the other reason why we haven't had children yet. I want to, oh man, I wish I could find the study. If I find it, I'll link to it. But it talks about how 
the more knowledge women have and men have about just procreation in general, the longer they wait, <laughs> generally, mm-hmm. if ever, to have children. Well, so what bother, what really bothers me is how people trivialize it because it's like how quickly we forget that people would women would die. Yeah. From this. Like all the time. It's Texas still has the highest, one of the highest mortality rates. The United States still has some of the highest mortality rates. Yeah. And then our state specifically, it's bad here. We are terrible. So. With protecting mothers when they're giving birth, we are terrible. And then there's the whole like, how much control do you actually have during your birthing process? Yeah. Excuse me. I can't speak for every doctor, but I have heard um, through the grapevine that it's like, you know, you're not giving birth in the middle of the night. You're. You even will, if that was even if that would be the better progression for you you will give birth whenever the doctor feels like it is most convenient for them so mm-hmm. they will induce you whenever um you between know. the hours of eight and five <laughs> and then there's the whole cost and it's not just you know the cost throughout the life of the child but there's a cost like at the like the very front end so um vaccinations doctor's visits um the birth itself. Right. Clothing, food, diapers. Right. If you give birth vaginally or if you have to have a cesarean section, C-section, like there's so many different variables that can greatly raise, drop. Episiotomies. Yeah. You will you will rip through portions of the vaginal tissue from the V to the A. Yeah. That is a natural thing. It can either rip or they will cut. What are they? Like what? Yeah. And it, it, it's graded. Mm. So, like, it could be, like, a small tear or, like, a super tear or, like, I can see your colon tear. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one, no one, like, it's like, oh, but that's because we wanted to have kids. You just ripped stuff. Yeah. There's parts of you that are exposed that should not be exposed. Yeah. It's a mess, y'all. This is crazy. I just, you know, that's why I told you. It's living inside of you. It is stealing <laughs> nutrients from your your blood and your body. Yeah. So I think the reason why we both haven't had children, or why we both are very like eh, on having children, is because we know a lot about every process of having a other ch- a child, whether it be from trying to conceive and how to do that as quickly as best you can. Regarded, there's no you know major physical factors. Right. Things that you can't control. Right. And then also, like, first, second, third trimester. On my channel, I've done a lot of women's health topic videos and things like that. This is all just stuff that I was curious to know because to me is like, okay, well, as a woman who is a married woman, I should know what this process is before I go through it. So I know a lot about birth. And I, it's funny because I remember when my sister was pregnant with Cedric towards the end, she was like, oh, it, when you're ever thinking about having a child, just do it. Just don't look into it because there's so many things people don't tell you. And I told her it's too late. I know pretty much everything. Like I know the worst of it and I know the best of it. So. Right. And that's also the advice that we get from a lot of people. It's that a lot of people say that they're like, "Oh, when, just don't look into it. Just do it." And it's when, like, when do you know that you're ready to have a kid? <laughs> you don't. You're never ready. You just do it. I'm not ordering dessert. <laughs> I'm like, should I have this? Just order it. It's also a weird flip, because when you're younger, you know everybody's like, "Don't be fast and loose." be careful, all these things. And then you get married and everyone's like, throw caution to the wind. And it's like, right. no, 
No. Have babies. Have lots of babies. I'm not throwing caution to the wind. I'm a responsible human being. I'm also just painfully aware of how much my mom and dad sacrificed for me and my sister. I'm so painfully aware of that. And it's just... And I'm not even saying that like they did it, you know, out of malice or like, oh, this is so terrible to sacrifice for our daughters. Like, no. It's just, it's hard not to see it and then, you know, have a prototype for good parenting and know like I know how much this takes to do this well right I mean we appreciate what our parents have done (laughs) like our parents we know our parents sacrificed a lot for us yes um like we and we understand you know there's a point to having kids like we stated before but I mean it just it just doesn't make sense to us it really doesn't. At least right now, no. It does not make sense. But that's why I've always said to you, I'm never going to be the woman that wakes up and is like, oh, I'm ready to have kids. Let's start trying. Woo. That's just not who I'm ever going to be because I will always have be weighing the pros and the cons. And that's why I told you, I feel like this is a decision I'm going to delegate to you, which I know like feminism or whatever, no, y'all going to be however you feel about it. I'm just very indifferent to it because... I know that if you ever just said you wanted to have children, then I know I have a partner who's going to support me through all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then we get back to the whole, the impact on your body. Right. And it's not my body. So I can't say, oh, let's have a kid, but I'm not going to carry it. You're going to be the one carrying it. Right. For nine months, suffering through all of that. Like That's not my decision to make. It's always going to be a decision between us. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I guess for me, I'm more just like... If your decision, if your mind ever changes, let me know. We can start talking about it again. But we already always kind of, we already talk about it pretty regularly. Right. We still do. I think we started talking about having kids like more seriously. Right before the house thing. Before the house. We, and were, we were talking very seriously we about were, it. We were like, oh, are we going to do this or no? And then also mm. starting after, I think after like year two or so of marriage, we, every couple like six months or so we'd have another serious conversation about it like well where are you in your life where am i in mine what are we trying to do Eh, you know and this is not i don't want to say where i want to remove this argument from it where it's like oh you know the two of them are just millennials oh and they don't want that an argument people well it's like you know they don't want the responsibility because it's a lot of it more, it's like we understand the responsibility. <laughs> We're not shirking it. We're godparents to our to our nephew. Well, I know a lot. I know too, because even you didn't even quite take that question very seriously when Antoinette and Alex asked us if we would be their godparents. But I was like, no, we need to like think about this for a minute. If something happens to them, he becomes our child. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about this. <laughs> you know, like this is serious. Because at least, well, military family for us, godparents are basically a second set of parents. Like, you grow up with them, too, so that way, if anything does ever happen, it's not you just going to off to live with some strangers. You have built a relationship of rapport with them. So that was, like, to me, it was, like, oh, okay, if we ever leave Texas, I have to make it a point to come back here to see him, you know? Right. Like, this affects our life. The point is that we know that it's responsibility, and we just don't, we just don't want that type of responsibility. Some people don't want pets some people don't want like other things that are higher maintenance yeah that doesn't mean that they're trying not to adult like that's that i find that stupid and um insulting 
Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you know, they're, they're millennials. They just don't, they just don't know. And it's like, no, 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 no. I know exactly what, what's involved in that. Yeah. I just choose not to do it. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. If that ever comes to pass. Yeah. And then I remember when I was a teenager and I was an ass. My parents were going through stuff. And you're, you know, like you're a teen, so you you understand that your family's going through something, but you're also a teen, so you're just like very self-centered, next level selfish, you know. So you're just like, I don't care that you're going through something. I want to learn how to drive, and like, you know, just 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 insensitive, you know. And it's just. Uh, but that's the nature of kids. Like kids are always going to be self-centered uh, until they are like self-actualized. Right. But that takes like 25 years for the frontal lobe to develop enough where they can like ration stuff out fully. So keeping that in mind, I'm, I've only been fully developed, self-actualized for what, three years now? Mm. And then I'd want to pay for them to go to college, you know. And I'm still paying off student loans. Yeah, but so like my parents paid for me to go to college at great expense to them. You know, they were not rolling in dough. And they did. Oh, it's just a lot, man. It's just, it's just a lot. So the, kids, <laughs> so the kids depend on you, and like they can't really verbalize stuff until they're like maybe four or five. Cedric and is just now useful. He can open and close doors sometimes, and that's but semi not always useful. at the right time, right? And so it's like you're so tiny and like not helpful. Well, no, so like four or five, away. they can talk in complete sentences. <laughs> they they like you know they're talking about stuff. He's not bad. I'm just kidding. But then from like five, you only have until like five to twelve, and then puberty hits, and then, and then they hate you, and then they hate you for no reason. I was so mean to my mom. You got like seven years. You got like seven good golden years, years. until. You know, they're out of the house or they're like, yeah, they're good. Yeah. It's so hard. It's just, a, it's going to be like, I like sleeping. It's just a lot. I love <laughs> sleeping. I love sleeping. I love going out on trips. So this is hilarious. So we were out with like, so Mr. Alice's mom and dad, um, I think they're still holding out hope for something to happen. I don't mm. know. They, they should not hold their breath, but they are irregardless they're holding their breath um and your dad was starting to talk about like how he would sleep on the floor with you and your sister because we were afraid because y'all were afraid of monsters and he's talking about it like so gleefully like oh it was so sweet to do those things and chris mr elise and i are looking at each other just like that sounds terrible it sounds terrible. He, uh, you know what's a good time? Sitting here at the Pearl, getting a beer, yeah. having a nice... This sounds like a great thing to do. Spontaneously going to the beach. Yeah, that sounds delightful. Not it's, coming home after a 12-hour shift working like train yards. Yeah. And then having to sleep on the hard ground because your kids are... That sounds terrible. That does not sound fun. At all. Uh, uh. I mean, I enjoy napping with Cedric sometimes. But that's usually because I'm sleepy too, and so I'm like, "Yeah, nap. Let's do it." I think this is this is devolving into like complaining yeah. now. Yeah. It's not for us yet. <laughs> I I contend okay. that when our dog, our dog will be eleven. Dakota will be eleven, January, February, mm-hmm. right? Once she passes, 
And then the other thing that I've mentioned was that once you hit about 30, mm-hmm. then we can start talking about it. So Dakota's going to pass in a couple years, God forbid, but I mean, she's going to, she's going to pass. My mind will not change because the dog passed. That's what, more of a you what, situation. Once she passes, there will be a vacuum. For you. <laughs> no, no offense. I loved my dog very, Dakota's the, she's the best dog I've ever owned. I've owned a few dogs. She's the best one. And she's amazing. She's a good companion dog. I'll be sad to see her oh go, but I've put, I have, I know, I have put dogs down before because of old age. It sucks, but it is a necessary evil. We're talking like cold-blooded stuff. She did it with her hands so, and everything. <laughs> Stop it. No, I did not. But, she squeezed the life out of them. <laughs> Stop. She cannot be stopped. Um, And so putting her down, it'll be sad, but I won't. It won't be a void situation. It'll be that time of my life has come and gone, and that's a beautiful thing, and that's it. It won't be, oh, I got to fill it with a baby now. No. Mm. That's more, you keep saying that, and maybe that is what it will trigger for you, but Dakota passing will not trigger that for me. Let me, let me. I'd just get another dog. Let me, let me <laughs> posit something to okay. you. Okay. So you have a baby. Baby is fully reliant on you. Cedric, Cedric is almost two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can do some stuff. He's pretty smart. It's taken to the age of two, though. But he's not doing everything voluntarily yet. No, he's He will not. probably do more things voluntarily, probably around the age of four, right? That's four whole years. Yeah. With a dog. Yeah, it's only like a year, year and a half. Not even then. You, you or can... if you get a rescue. Dakota was four when we got her. It was great. We, so instantly, Dakota knew how to sit. She was house trained. She knew how to fetch. She would like <laughs> stay at your side. She would heal. We had that instantly. Yeah. Why? So why would you invest in a child? Where you don't actually know what you're getting. Which actually, that leads me to my next point. Have a baby. Wait four years. Maybe they're terrible. Maybe they're not. Have a dog. <laughs> Adopt a dog. We've had six, going on seven years with this dog. The best dog. Everybody loves her. She's yeah. like she's super on top of it. She like <laughs> listens to you. And it's like a lot of that is because she comes from prior trauma. But yes, but she's she is, a really great dog. She's I'm, a really I'm good just, companion. I'm just saying, dog. you're like, oh, we have just so much more love to give, and it's like, yeah, but you have a dog that actually listens to you for a lot longer well, and so, is loyal to you to the day that they die. That's very true. But my response to that then instead adopt, of adopt pets y'all that's all I'm saying. instead of adopting a dog because then we're equating children to dogs and we really shouldn't do nope, that nope you did that i just i just no put it on no the table. <laughs> you said oh when the dog dies i'll need to replace it with a baby and it's like no <laughs> i think why don't you just so to me it makes way more sense to adopt mm. I knew you were going. I yes. knew where you were going. To me, it makes way more sense to adopt. I don't need a child to be biologically mine to love it. I don't need that. That's true. And so to me, it's like making that argument, why don't you just adopt a child and you know mm. what you're getting into, you know? Babies aren't that fun. For the first... Cedric Again, got two years. Yeah, well, Cedric got interest. Cedric started getting interesting, like around six, seven months, because then he can smile back at you, like starting to recognize your face a little bit, all that kind of stuff. I don't, I I enjoy being around kids that are around like five, four, yeah, four and up, where they can communicate somewhat effectively. You can 
begin to have semi-rational conversations with you, they can at least explain how they feel, more or less. And I enjoy, like, I enjoy that. I'm excited for Cedric to start getting to that age. He'll, I feel like he'll be so much fun. I but like also Pokemon, just re- but yeah. this only this Pokemon because it's a water type and it can fight this other. Yeah, thing. and they it's just like, like uh-huh, no, okay, run sure. on sentences to the Which hundred million trillion. I'm <laughs> that thing. Oh, but that's not the good one. You're not even. It's like I'm. I'm the thing with the thing on its head. So my thing is like then just adopt it. Like I feel I could see myself adopting children more than birthing children so then oh man but i know you're like no this is this is why i'm a monster this is why i'm a monster if we're gonna have kids they might as well be biological and i'm just like why that's the selfish part because and then it's like yeah someone who doesn't have to birth kids would say that would say that (laughs) so this is my problem right (laughs) again excuse me the trivializing of childbirth. Editing this is going to be ridiculous. I, you're going to have to cut. I told you you're going to have to cut a lot of my stuff. Anyway, so like trivializing childbirth. People just pop out kids. Mm-hmm. People pop out multiple kids, don't care about them, or like can't take care, take care of them. And so then they go to the state, right? Or like any other thing happens and then they end up going to the state. Yeah. You have all these kids. So it's like, why? It's like, oh, well, why don't you have a kid? And it's like, well, we may not be ready. Oh, well, you, you don't know if you're going to be ready. No, that argument doesn't work because there are hundreds of thousands of kids yeah. that are homeless or that don't have parents because their parents were unfit. Why wouldn't you just adopt? And then the selfish part of my brain is, well, those people, like these figurative terrible people were able to, to procreate. Mm-hmm. So why can't I, you and I, I know would be better fit Would parents. we though? would be better better fit parents we're financially stable like sparing all this other house stuff mm-hmm. um we're competent it's a big thing competency <laughs> is a big thing it's overlooked at times <laughs> we're responsible you know yeah um so, so like, let's I just, just I adopt just see, one then i know but i'm just saying it's the same thing so you talk we about have dogs. these good traits so why don't we just meld the good traits oh okay superior genes yeah all these other other terrible people were able to like procreate and then so it's like it's like the cuckoo bird where the cuckoo bird goes into the nest this is so insensitive this is so insensitive i know it's but it's i gotta i gotta finish the analogy now so it's like the cuckoo bird so it goes into another nest kicks out one of the eggs lays its egg goes away and then you know these other parents raise up this cuckoo bird and Mm. then that ends up kicking the other like baby birds out of the nest, and then the parents end up like raising this cuckoo. Love you going to hell, man. This is a, mess. <laughs> this is a whole mess. <laughs> you talking about kids and cuckoo birds? I'm saying that's the title of the I podcast. Am, I am bla- <laughs> kids and cuckoo birds. I am saying that it's the parents, the terrible parents, yeah. that make child rearing so seem so terrible. I mean, borderline. It's it's a lot of effort to yes. invest. Yes, but I am not. I don't see the gain. I don't see the gain either, but I'm not blaming the well, kids. I see. So, I'm blaming the parents. Yeah. So like my my ire is directed at them. I see. I don't see the gain in biologically birthing children. I do, but oddly enough, I see the gain in adopting children. Okay. So okay. Then surrogacy. I don't know why surrogacy. That seems like having your cake and eating it too a little bit to me. There are people who. I mean, if you got the money, like if if. I think if all women could afford it, (laughs) 
right? A lot of women would probably opt for it, yeah, right? Right. So, hey, I know I probably can't afford surrogacy, so. Also, I mean. It, and then you're oddly controlling a... another woman who's having your child. It's just, right. There's just some weird kind of slave-ish on. I just, Ooh. I don't know. It's weird. This is not going to be a popular podcast. No, um, not in the slightest. Look, even like looking at it from the selfish point of view, you can skip a lot of the ridiculous part, which is when they're first born, they're just pooping and peeing and crying and sleeping. And you get to the interesting stuff when they're like three and four, just trying to make, make sentences and do things and run around. And it's been, it's been like 40 minutes. Let's. Yeah, I need what, to stop what are, it. No, no, look, just like, what are we concluding? Like, what are, <laughs> What was the point of this, aside from know. just us venting? It's discussion. All we do on the podcast is discuss the topic. We don't have to conclude anything. Uh, but then it's not, like, constructive, you know? Mm. Like, what are people tuning in for? Because they just want to know how we feel. Hold on. Uh, but I'm a terrible person. <laughs> They're going to realize it. I mean, this is a hard episode because there is... Unlike other topics, there isn't really a middle ground. Either you have them or you don't. So, <laughs> the only, what? well, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, the only middle ground with this topic is you have, like, you have them, you don't, you wait. This is always our advice. We're so neutral. <laughs> because it's like, yeah, we're not going to tell you. Whether, whether or not we're to have not kids. We're not trying to tell them whether no, no, or not. We're I'm, just saying, like, are we going to have them? And the answer is we don't know. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, we're not going to tell people whether or not to have kids. Mm-hmm. We're asking other people not to ask us whether or not we're going to, like, not to pressure us whether or not we're going to have kids. We're yeah. going to have kids if we have kids, right? Right. Um, That's the other thing. I might not have kids just out of spite. <laughs> spite of what? Spite of whom? People asking me. <laughs> It's not a good reason. Um, but it's true. Stop asking me. <laughs> well, no. So, I mean, we, like, this is just our opinion, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we don't see necessarily the innate value of yeah. having children. But yeah. that doesn't mean that they are without value. That doesn't mean that, you know, seeing this thing grow from, like, this helpless mass into an adult human you know, I mean, there's there's value in that. Sure. It is. It's it's like a valiant effort, you know, like it's it's a worthwhile cause. There's just all these other things that come along with it that make it relatively undesirable. And some people choose not to focus on that. Some people do a terrible job managing it. And some people see all the negatives and don't have kids. Yeah. And I think that's. That's what it is. And I think you can lump us in the latter group. Yeah. I don't know whatever's I don't know what's ever gonna like change our mind though. A whoopsie. A whoopsie poopsie. A whoopsie poopsie kid? A whole basket full but of whoopsies. But if whoopsie you know daisies. what but if you know what you're doing, you don't have whoopsies. That's the thing. If we have an accident, I will know what led to that accident. It won't really be an accident. It would be more like we just stopped caring about trying to not prevent it. Unless I'm shooting blanks. <laughs> but you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, we've been, we've, been at this, we've been at this not having kids thing for how long now? 
eight years? Uh, seven years. Sure. So we've been at this <laughs> not having kid thing for seven years. Oh, yeah, eight years, I guess. Sure. Yeah. It's literally science. So, <laughs> like, I, I don't understand when people say to me, it just happened. Like, what do you mean it just happened? Like, you were asleep. Like, you weren't there. What do you mean? I stepped on gum and had a kid. Yeah, like, what? No. I sneezed wrong. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not how it happens. Y'all were both there, especially the dudes. When dudes be like, how do, what do you mean you're pregnant? What do you mean? What do I mean? You were there. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't think we will ever have any accidents. I think we will just hit a point in our lives where we will stop caring about trying to prevent it. I'm just worried that you jinxed us now. It's like, I don't know if we're going to reach a point in our lives or we're not going to have an accident. And then next month, it's like, accident. If we ever had a child, I might pull a, uh, oh, I forgot what her name is on YouTube. She like dipped out of YouTube for a smooth year and a half. Didn't tell nobody nothing. Just popped back up and was like, I had a kid. They're one and a half now. We're going to keep doing beauty tutorials. Like, it's uh. just never, <laughs> like, low key, that would be me. There was or some... I wouldn't I wouldn't like disappear, but I would shoot myself in a way like I I feel like if you're going if I'm going to go through the bur the intensity of having a child, then I want it to be I want to keep the joy. I assume that Personal. I will feel about that to yeah. myself for myself as mm -hmm. long as I possibly can mm -hmm. before other people start inserting what they feel my child should be or aspire to do or whatever. Yeah, it's amazing how many people graduated from med school with like a degree in obstetrics once you become pre pregnant. Like everyone has an opinion, a valid opinion. Right. Everyone becomes this like, it's just your body isn't yours anymore. And then yeah. also the pressure of just like, I would be, I would try to keep my pregnancy a secret from your parents as long as possible. Because mm -hmm. I just don't need that kind of intensity in my life. I'm on life. that boat. I bought a room on that boat. Yeah. I got a job on that boat. I'm, I'm on you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on that boat. I don't need that kind of intensity in my life. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Well, what are you going to name? Oh, the names. And then the, the names naming. Of the thing. And it's just, it's a whole, it's a lot that I don't want to It's do. a bundle of developing cells. It ain't got no name yet. Yeah. It's just here. It's just chilling. Chill. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot, man. People touching your stomach and stuff. And it's like, go away. It's like touching your... So, yeah, it's so... You're, you're touching on an interesting stomach... stomach uh, topic. I'm sorry. You're touching on an interesting topic where people are exerting, are exerting influence on your body. Yeah. One on our private life and then two on our body. Yeah. Our body, your body. Yeah. It's like, mm, yeah, you, you got wide childbearing hips. And mm. say, why are you looking at my wife like that? Yeah. I think... If we lived in a vacuum of some kind, mm. I would probably be a lot more for it. Like, I would probably have more of a definitive, I want them. But I'm also kind of weird in that if we have one, then we need to either adopt a second one or something. Like, we can't just have one. I don't know why I feel strongly about that, but I do feel strong about that. Like, either we have children and we don't, I don't need to birth all of them or nothing. <laughs> but we, there can't just be one. Because having a sibling teaches you so much. 
Y'all, I hope you got something <laughs> out of this. I don't know if you just like the sound of our voices. Or yeah, that was a mess. You're just tuning in for Halise, which I, I appreciate anyway. And it's like, well, that other dude's there this time again. It's like, yeah, thanks for being here. Just same. In the comments below, amen. Um, keep it Christian, y'all. Keep it Christian. Go ahead and drag us, though, because... You know, like, critique is good. I know I'm a monster. <laughs> You're telling me stuff I already know. Go ahead and drag us. It's fine. Maybe, you know, like I said, we're that aunt and uncle. And then there's the know? fetishizing because we're a mixed yeah, race couple. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. I always feel like people, see, that's a whole other conversation. I feel like people just want us to have kids because they want to see. such cute babies. And they mean that in the interracial, fetishy kind of way, not just the universally all babies are cute way. So everyone does that, and it's just like, I think that's another reason why it's, for me, it's like borderline spite. I'm not having one, just out of yeah. spite for everybody. <laughs> anyway, in the comments below, or wherever you're listening, shoot us a voicemail, go ahead and drag us, you know, if you're a parent listening, why? <laughs> why did you become a parent? <laughs> um in all seriousness like legitimately why did you become a parent what what pushed you over the edge to want children or was it something that just inherently you always wanted i've met people that it just came later on in life something clicked and they were just like i don't know just wanted them and then i've met people that that's fine from the day they were old enough to understand what children were they wanted them so you know it's a, it's fascinating to me. I'm always curious to hear. Or you could argue that the male agenda has always been that since a woman is born or since a girl is born, it is pushed into their brain that they need a baby. Right. Ooh, that's a whole nother episode. It's Lord. all the patriarchy's fault. If you want to hit us in the comments with that patriarchy stuff, go ahead and do that too. We out. Get in the corner. <laughs> we'll see you next week. It was good to meet you. Bye. It was good to meet you. Bye. I don't know if that's right. <laughs>